0: Welcome to Convo Lounge Expression Exposure Experience. Right, so welcome to the Kumbalanja podcast. Uh, yet another exciting episode where we are going to be having different conversations with different uh, talent in the country, different entrepreneurs in the country on how they are contributing to the unemployment problem that we see in our economy. And today I'm joined in studio by a man of many, many, many hats. Uh, many, many, many hats. When I got the brief. I looked at it and I saw just a list of things, you know, entrepreneur, a University of Pretoria economist and management graduate. There is you being a life coach somewhere in there. There is you being a Forbes listener, being the first Mozana on the Forbes yeah. uh, cover page. <laughs> what else is there, Mr. Katola? Uh, let's start off there just to give a bit introduction of yourself to our dear listeners.
1: Yeah, no, uh, just to start off, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah. Um, and I really appreciate the platform that you are given to fellow entrepreneurs like myself. We really appreciate it. Mm. Yeah, but by God's grace, I've been able to achieve quite a lot at a young age. And um, I think you got the list backwards yeah. because first as uh, <laughs> a husband, um, I've got a small daughter there. So yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dad, you know, then all of these other things, you know, being an entrepreneur, being the youngest, Motswana um, on the Forbes cover. First, I think now I've been dethroned. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, we actually, right. had a, we actually hosted a, a hair on one Dr. of the Sohleka episodes. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, a, uh, amazing person. So, yeah, those are some of the um, you know achievements that God has given me up to today.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 when we uh I was also going through the notes from our producer to um, there's a part that I even asked you earlier on for you to confirm it. I was like, uh, I think I need to go back and start my entrepreneurship journey again uh, because I don't have a car story. A car every, story? Yes. Car- every great <laughs> entrepreneur it's like there's a story somewhere. It's how you slept in a car yeah, uh, got kicked from your apartment, <laughs> or somebody starting to sell the talco from the boot of the, boot of the car. car. Yeah, and 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 when, when I, was, I was, was reading the three, it area was like, uh, you started eight years ago yeah. um, from the car and all of that. Mm. Share with our our listeners what is your your car Whoa, story in entrepreneurship? Ah, mm. That was that was my blue baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I bought it um, when I was still a student at the University of Pretoria. Yeah. So um, from my second year of studies, I got a job tutoring because now my parents were paying for my studies. Yeah. So issues of pocket money, and I was trying to do my part. Um, school fees and then at least some things like food, you know, airtime and all of that, yeah. I was able to cover for myself. So I bought the car, hey, when was that? I think on my third year and it really helped me to mm-hmm. tutor kids as far as uh, Centurion because they get now more University of Pretoria. Yeah. So I could tutor students as far as Centurion, Midrand, even as far as Zoburg. So, when I graduated, obviously I came back with the car, and that was my office. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and, and, and when, we, when we just start there, you would um, first wonder what. Was that gap that you got to identify um, in you getting to start your uh, business, Lion Tutoring International? Mm. Uh, Because I think for an entrepreneur, it's either you identify a gap in the economy that Mm. you want to solve for with your solution, Mm. or there is a problem uh, that you are trying to bring a solution to. What Mm. was the story for you in getting to uh, start Lion Tutoring International? Okay, I'm
1: going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it's university in 2014. Yes, next, no, it's not the My guy, I tried to look for jobs when I to South Africa since I was studying. there. know it's not the room, one editor, it's the they are locals, yes, so it was way more difficult to get a job that side. So the assumption is. Well, high, yes, so Kumbule Kaya, Hopola, high, gets still no jobs. Our intention is in the a number of four years before you. So whew, that's where the stress came. Then as time went on, I I could see, I can't just be sitting home, being a burden to myself. You know, once you're home for a long time, I was depressed. And, you know, so I was like, ah. so I started taking a few students. Uh just telling people how I tutor students. Started taking two or three students as time went on yeah. And um that's where it went. Um I managed to register the business, hire a few more people for the subject that's in next tutor. Yeah.
0: Then as
1: time went on, you know,
0: this is where we are. Is this students in South Africa or here back home? Here back home. Yeah. So in South Africa,
1: I was employed. Yes. I remember what I was employed in South Africa. So that was really you have to now go back home so um, I had to come back home because my study visa had finished mm-hmm. um I, I was two channel students also in my university so university so I had to come back and you know started just word of mouth you know Facebook posts, I started using social media I'm here. I'm a tutor. Get a few calls, and I started just building from there.
0: Yeah, and and uh, what? How was the industry like when you started? Um Because right now, every corner of the country there is a tutor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh, there was even uh, some news going on that even. Other higher education institutions are even now moving into that space, <laughs> yeah. and people are now complaining to say, "Why are they big players now yes. getting into uh, our space as as small players?"
1: Yeah, um, and during the time where we started, there was there was still quite a, also a lot of tutoring companies. When I started, the industry was dominated by Batswaqua. Bacho- So you have a lot of, uh, okay, (laughs) for lack of a better word, uh, people from from outside, you know, who are uh, non-Batswana. So, but there were also still institutions who were offering tutoring. Um, But we just found a way of doing it differently by deploying our tutors to go to the students' homes. Um, So most of the, the tutoring institutions now... Uh, of which, it, it defeats the whole purpose because I know not from 8 to 1. Yeah. Also, a teacher, How don't want from 2 to 5. Yeah. It's not really going to do anything. But if you have a personalized tutor, it's a one-on-one session. And then help you through what you are struggling with, not what the whole of the group is struggling with. It sort of gave our service a different uh, turn. Yeah. So that is basically how... So how how, how, has, to set
0: how then has Lion uh, Tutoring International then set itself apart from the many others? Um, I don't know, maybe <laughs> <laughs> this would be what trade secrets. Uh, no, 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 no yeah. I'm happy
1: to share. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, with our industry, it's a huge industry. So I'm, I'm never really, I actually even celebrate when the other people come into the space are tutoring because there's a lot that we can do. Can I remember the reason why where I started this company was to change the whole educational landscape of the country, Wawan. And you can't do it alone. There has to be other people. There has to be competitors. It's good to have competitors because they keep you on your toes. You have to discover other ways that you can do things differently, Wawan. So, um... The, the landscape, there are many tutors coming in, but we continue to be as agile as possible. We are able to, we have the technologies in place that allow us to be able to, um, getting, deploy hundreds of tutors to students' homes at different times uh, uh, of the day. You get it. Yeah. Most of them, it's easier to have students coming in the class. But now deploying 300 tutors to go to students' homes and all of that, that is where now the secret sources. is. And again, we have our app, which is like Uber for tutors. It's already running here, mobile. So Look at South Africa. We have quite a number of students, even in South Africa, that use our app. They go into the app. They tell it the subjects they want then we deploy then they pay on the app then we deploy the tutors to the house yeah so so
0: so let's look at um the education uh, i don't know if i could say the education system in the country right now uh from as far back as 2015 14 somewhere about there, you've seen a decline in across all different <coughs> levels of education <coughs> the results are always Bad decline that declining every year in every year out. Where yeah. is the problem? The problem is <coughs> my two thousand, <laughs> you
1: know, uh, we get more generations of people by long, the same methods, the same syllabus, the same concepts. It's our back then, it's our aunties back then, even as far as our parents. Yes. I the system, yeah, of which these kids, they are are becoming more evolved. Students are evolving. If you take uh, the 2000 and somebody who was born two decades before, the the level of thing yeah you know the way they understand information our parents used to get encyclopedias to find out concepts you just go into your Google or Googler nowadays there's even both Siri nowadays there's chat Gpt it's a lorry you just type an assignment there then Bring that assignment here. So the education system is not evolving to cater for those kind of people, you know. Right now the jobs that we are training for they're redundant. Yeah. I saw um my Facebook a helicopter guy, a camera guy. Yeah. This drone was able to replace two jobs. Yeah. So imagine how many jobs are being lost because we are still training for um piloty and all of that. We are not even looking to exploit technology as it is. So I
0: think that is where the, the, the discourse is. And then um how then are we I are, are you as Lion tutoring trying to bring a solution to, to this problem that we see mm. uh, in our economy? So over and above just having tutorials, we
1: also have psychometric tests which are sort of um <coughs> help students who are their natural ability. You'll find what well, there's a student who's naturally gifted in art. Yeah, God, this nice beautiful train here. Yeah. There's a student who can draw this. I've seen even lay some of the students we've taken. One draw this thing up Imagine. Yeah hey no training whatsoever but that natural gifting we want to now measure that student based on maths and science there's another student really where they are naturally gifted in you know that kind of logic yeah maths, science so mm-hmm. now what we have at limesha we have psychometric tests which help students and their parents or what can we train them for and and also just Advising them in terms of technology or whatever career that you are doing, always make sure that your child does robotics. Your child does computer science. They can do basic coding because that is where the world is going to. You have to know how, to, as a professional, how are you able to interact with code, with a computer,
0: with the technology aspect of whatever your career is. Yeah, and then when you look at uh, maybe the the, the parents uh, for these children, and you know. Ex- your services how is their level of understanding uh to say why should i get a tutor Mm. over and above um getting my kid to school 12 hours um in a day yeah
1: tutoring is more like insurance yeah (laughs) so as you'd get insurance for your house or for your car you are protecting your investment so, if you are investing in your child, but really just simple things, they couldn't perceive the information that was given to them. The student to teacher ratio in certain schools, even private schools, is actually quite high. Yeah. You'll get a private school with um, one teacher taking care of 20 to 30 students. Uh, government schools even goes as far as about forty to fifty. Covid ba break yeah. edit class. But you find that a student wasn't able to perceive information. A student is slightly slower than the other kids. Some students even have slight Learning disabilities, yeah. or epilepsy, or autism, me of which we also help students like that. We have special education tutors. Yeah. So as a parent, if you are spending all of that money go school fishing, if your child asatwari, are listening who ho try to maybe find things. Maybe they just needed an extra one or two hours. Maybe they just need somebody to say, keep going. Can I tutorize like a coach also? I remember I had a tutor, Hanikilimo okay so I, I had a tutor a, a certain kenyan man um african yeah. and it, it was like a coach you know i guess maybe 10 questions he would keep keep me going to say do another 10 more difficult ones you know then as i went i perfected my skills in in my academics and my parents didn't lose out on the investment from primary school to, yeah. to go, go, go thing, yeah. mm.
0: is this the, maybe the reason what that or that element of you being a life coach um does it really an argument say <laughs> <laughs> not
1: the life coach I I wouldn't say that much because now line tutoring is taking more of my time yeah but I do coach even our employees you know we have a really good system we even bring up other people by our tutors our administrators our branch managers so I do a lot of that to 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 them but yeah. I try to do my best I'm not a professional speaker. Um, you know, uh, you know, like everyone else, but the small that I know I try to impart in other people. Yeah, <laughs> not
0: a professional speaker. Say somebody who just came back from Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, oh, talk mo- we'll talk more about that after the break. Let's just go for a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue with our conversation today here on the convo. Lounge podcast having a conversation with the founder and CEO of Lion Tutoring International, Mr. Tobo Katwala.
1: Conva Lounge expression, exposure,
0: experience. Right, welcome back to the Coma Lounge podcast. This episode with uh, Mr. Tobo Katwala. Uh, you got, yeah, he taught me how to pronounce the same name. <laughs> uh, he is the founder and director of Lion Tutoring International. Um we are having a conversation just about how he's contributing to the development of the education system in the country. Uh, we're also going to be touching on how he is contributing to uh, sort of solving the unemployment problem that we see in in our country. And I think since COVID um hit you'll correct me if I'm wrong, Uh, we have seen a shift in how education uh, is being conducted or how we provide uh, learnings to uh, different students. And what opportunities has that um, brought about for you uh, as Lion Teaching, or just as the the industry?
1: Yeah, I think the low-lying fruit on that question is... um, the borders have been collapsed. Borders have been collapsed in the sense that now you can tutor or teach somebody in another part of the world. As long as you understand the curriculum that they're doing, as you know, we are doing international curricula like your IGCSE, your A levels, your IB, your IEB. So as long as your educator or your tutor or your teacher is well versed in the syllabus that you are doing yeah. you can teach anyone anywhere across the world because really all of the schools were supposed to now offer their um, their services online and i think students still at first, it was, as we had been doing it for the longest time, even before COVID. Yeah. So by the time COVID came, it found us ready. We were able to have some lessons daily in person and some lessons daily online. Yeah. So that is one of the low-lying fruits. It's it's also opened other avenues that even professionals you can have an accountant who is based in another part of the world.
0: Yeah,
1: um, as long as obviously you send them the financial information, the reports that they're, they're able to go into your platforms. So the, the borders are collapsed. You don't have to just now be looking at Botswana or Botswana, South Africa. You can be also looking at other parts of the world. Now we're also offering more French lessons, Spanish lessons, guitar lessons. Um, Arabic
0: so so how are you incorporating that into technology or the use of um, tech in how you're providing um, your services? So obviously
1: is the streaming obviously would have um, somebody either over Zoom or Skype or Teams and also we have devices where on your iPad as the tutor's writing the student can see on the other side as the student is writing or is going through the work the tutor can also be able to see it on their side so it's very interactive learning which is done online yeah. um there's been quite a number of challenges with SA because of the load shedding yeah. because what I was and then what like us is gone yeah. when the electricity comes back the network is still also catching up so with South Africa it has been a little bit of a challenge uh we lost a little bit of revenue there yeah. but there's the other Millions or billions of people across the world who are having
0: on a maranya or we can do the service online. Yeah. So, which other markets are you are, are you at um, right now? Uh,
1: we've got a couple of students in the UK. We had some students go Canada we had some students go australia but we don't limit it we just try to you know put our word out there there is an online agree on with when it comes to acquiring customers you have to really be strategic to say i want students coming from countries there are offering igcse a levels which is the curriculum already bo ib international and all
0: of that yeah. yeah and then now in terms of your uh, staff complement uh, how do you get to Recruit and align those two, like the different uh, markets uh, that are there. Do you uh, recruit everybody locally, or based on you know whatever market it is that you're playing at? You'd want to look for uh, someone from that um, area.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good question because it it will now justify why really a big player when it comes to youth employment mobotswana. Yeah. Because we do recruit tutors Mobotswana. But even in the countries that we are getting into, we do recruit tutors there. Like South Africa, I think we have quite a number of tutors. Uh online it's we can recruit anywhere, anyone from any part of the world. Yeah. So now once you have even if you have tutors in another country, you still need the Botswana to manage the back end yeah. To manage the schedules To manage the contract to the clients To make sure the clients pay So there's a whole economy now On the support of those other tutors yeah. So um, We also partner with HR HR agencies So as you know, South Africa And anywhere else in the world Crime is high. Yeah. It's, it's actually much higher than Ilimobo Botswana. So you have to make sure what the person you are recruiting, you vet them, you check what the criminal record, you check what they are not in any list, the pedophile list or, you know, sexual offenders list. You have to check if the qualifications that they're submitting to you are actually authentic. Yeah. So that way we just partner with your local HR agencies. They do all of that work. Then they'll tell us what out of the 50 tutors you are recruiting, recruiting here the best thirty. Yeah. Then from those thirty or we do the final stages
0: of the recruitment process, then we onboard them. Yeah. And 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 also just, you know, playing in these different um markets, some of the Opportunities that have come for you. I've noticed uh, somewhere in your social media, as you shared, you being in a big stage in Dubai, right? (laughs) And I just wondered and asked myself, how does such an opportunity come about? Mm. Is it something that you go for it, Um, or they just, someone somewhere, (laughs) <laughs> I just decided to contact you and
1: yeah man some of the credit i think most of the credit my guy i'm i i'm a strong believer and Ever since I gave my life to Christ,
0: yeah.
1: um I, I'm I'm a co-labourer with God. You know, there are certain opportunities still on what But learn are your part in terms of delivering. So that uh, you mean that you buy <laughs> Yeah, I
0: was like hey, and I see you there on stage with Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, like, no, yeah. that
1: was that was really a blessing and um I think it was through through the Forbes um um uh listing that I was, you know, the first person to be on the cover. And also I did a similar engagement in Senegal two years back where I was invited by the United Nations Economic Commissions of Africa as one of the panelists at the AFCFTA. Yeah. So that is um yeah Every time I go there, I just tell myself, Hore, I'm going to represent my country, my family. I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> you know. So every time I go there, I make sure Hore, I sell the country, I sell my organization, yeah. and
0: I also just make my family proud. Yeah and 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 also uh, when we look into um such an issue of play in the international stages you just mentioned the Africa free trade um agreements and areas and how do you see that helping in terms of how we can develop education in in our continent of Africa
1: yeah um as you know with many african especially on the southern part of the of the of the continent um there are countries which are big on education, like Zimbabwe, you know, even Botswana, if you compare to other nations. Our people are actually very skilled, you know, comparing to other countries, yeah. which I won't mention by name. <laughs> like an average even the ones by Lord, Modi, Modi College and they have a diploma yeah. put them anywhere just give them an opportunity you'll see where we actually have upskilled our people our people are confident we have some of the best youth You know, I've seen it firsthand. hand yeah. so with this African free trade um, agreement or area I, I hope it also allows labor to move freely across the countries. If I want to get a tutor from DRC who's going to tutor students French, it shouldn't be so impossible yeah. to get them in terms of um, getting their visas, their work permits. It should be at least slightly easier. Of course, yes, the go- the government has to make sure structures in place. But we should be able... You'd find there might be an excellent job for you to go keep town. Yeah, But... You can't get it because of what's already work visa, work permits and all of that. But if there's a, a good free movement of labor, it can sort of make things easier. Even some of our products, all of those things that represent our culture. Yeah. But we can't take them cross border because hello, across the border, you're already du- doubling the price yeah. of, of that commodity. So, I think it would really help um, us create jobs and
0: you know get Botswana out there. Yeah, and now let's get into uh, earlier on, you mentioned that you do um, assessments uh, of the talent or the students that you, you work with, right? Um, how are you using those findings to help shape these students' um, learning processes, or even just to developing the talents that they might uh, be having?
1: Mm. I think the artificial intelligence in the on the platform we are using, we actually partnered with a company in, in Kenya. So as you know, Kenyans are very, uh, you've got a Silicon Valley of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> So that platform is powerful. It allows, it's very tailor-made to each student. So once a student gets inside, it will sort of um, profile them in terms of their academic strengths and weaknesses, in terms of their natural capabilities, even the social aspect. It will just... Profile them in terms of their personality. As you know, there are different personality traits. Somebody might be choleric, somebody might be sanguine, somebody might be melancholic. So, yeah, you have a profiler, and then from there it makes recommendations tailor made to the student. Yeah. So, I think we need to get to a point where one size does not fit all. Yeah. You know, we can't be putting education as if. You know, we can't just have one size. Students are also like that. Um, They have different needs. They have special needs at all times, but you'd find... To get through to that student, you need a tailor-made approach for each and
0: every individual. Yeah. And then how could we possibly just take this um, model and expand it um, to other you know, parts of the education system, maybe at an aggregate level where government or other stakeholders will be players and actually ensuring that it cuts across um, the many uh, young people who are there in the country so that we develop them understanding their interest understanding the level of um, abilities how can we then um, take that into uh, the main yeah that's a good question (laughs) you're asking good (laughs) questions (laughs) Uh,
1: um, you know with this tool the way they are using it in other parts of the world they are also using it as a recruitment tool yeah so You might have 10 accountants applying for this post, but there are certain other innate abilities that you might need from an accountant. All of these guys have the same qualifications, the same this and that, but you need something extra in terms of maybe the way they are attentive to details uh, or attentiveness to detail, the way they interact with other people, the social components. So... The, this tool that we' are using can we also try to use it as a recruitment tool for our tutors for over and beyond your qualification. there are certain other components um, which uh, go across you know your personality you know some people you find you get a good accountant, but they're really bad with dealing with people. And you need somebody good to deal with people because I want to interact with people. You can't just be... So we're using it also as a recruitment tool and we're also talking to the developers to get it up there on pile where we can, you know. But if people are interested, they can always come to us and we develop that.
0: All right, cool. Um... As maybe we come to uh, what's the end of our conversation? I don't know if there's anything else that you'd want to touch in how you are just providing the solutions um, as Lion Tutoring uh, to the education problem in our country, or just as a contributing uh, to as a contribution to solving the unemployment problems in our country
1: uh like I would say <laughs> but one it, like our our h e would say but one yeah <laughs> you know um education is really important that is the one um investment you can make into your child's life. I have my daughter and one thing I never compromise get the quality of education. She's only almost three years old. Yeah. But I'm already starting very aggressively <laughs> you know, in terms of you know securing that for her. Because and everything but if she's not educated, if she's not skilled to use that investment, then yeah. so this is the one thing that you can actually do for your child. Long before or long after you are gone, they'll still be able to feed themselves. They'll still be able to take care of themselves and their families, etc. So, we're trying to extend our services even to other countries and online. Like right now, South Africa, we have a head office go Yeah. Um So, we are tutoring students Across Gauteng, Pretoria, Centurion, um, even Cape Town—we are starting Cape Town next year—and yeah. any any other part of the world, you know, we are trying. That big, two biggest pain points we are trying to solve: declining academics, and the second one is is the youth unemployment. Because yeah. it's not just the Botswana problem. Any part of the world you go, you'll find hore banana hotata,
0: So we are really trying to bridge that gap and bring solutions to everyone. Fantastic! Thank you very much for um, having your conversation with us. It's always very insightful. Mm-hmm. And I am particularly um, taking an interest in following your journey. Mm-hmm. And I hope that uh, we will get to a point where yours would be one of the greatest um, entrepreneurial story. Because like we did mention at the beginning of the episode, you started uh, for, with that car, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's always that car story. <laughs> the car story. All right. Um, That's how we come to the end of a conversation To Day on the Convo Lounge podcaster, please uh, do follow us on our different social media platforms as Convo Lounge Africa. Also subscribe to our community so that uh, you could uh, get uh, access to our database of insights that we share on our monthly basis with our subscribers. Bye. Convo Lounge: Expression, Exposure, Experience.